Hurt takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run. He's in! Touchdown! Jalen Hurts! The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it is A.J. Brown again! Another touchdown! Look a left player. Uh, welcome back to the Lincoln lineup. Uh, today is December 30th, uh, 2023. We're recording at 445 Eastern. So whatever happened after this happens after this. Uh, we have no control over it, but uh, we're we're happy to be back. Uh, Josh is, as you can see, uh, is not with us. I believe he is visiting family back in the uh, Philly area. So he should be back. Uh, next week at some point, uh, but today it's, it's the dynamic duo of me and Bryce. Um, but yeah, uh, today I, it was it was weird. I was thinking to myself, it hadn't hit me yet, but you know, tomorrow's New Year's Eve, and I was thinking to myself, the Eagles have two more games left of the regular season. Isn't that sad? Isn't that just sad to think about? Yeah, I mean, this year's kind of flown by. It has. I mean, we went to week three together, and that seems like it was not too long ago. Like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it, it's, it's flown by. And, you know, this is the saddest time, in my opinion, of like like football, right? Because, like, the college football players, are st- the college football playoffs are start- starting up, and then, like, we're wrapping it up, and, you know, teams are getting bounced out of the playoffs. And so, like, if you are part of those teams, it's sad. Or maybe it's, you know, you put out your misery. Um, but, you know, ultimately, I'm just glad the Eagles are where they're at and we get more more football after the season uh, wraps up. Um, but, yeah, um, start with some news, I guess. Um, do you have the injuries pulled up? or uh, I can pull them up. Bryce can pull them up. Uh, we got some good news, um, which I'll let Bryce talk about. We'll kind of get into that. Uh, this happened probably 40 minutes ago. Uh, so, super you excited want the, about the like full injury report of both like teams. No, I, just, no us? just us. Let's let's put it out there. Full disclaimer: uh, the Cardinals are banged up, uh, you know, by a lot. So, um, yeah, how about go ahead with the Eagles injury report? So, um, this is based off Friday's injury report. Darius Slay, knee, he's still out. Uh, pretty sure that was well known. Uh, Zach Cunningham, they actually changed, he was limited in practice. They changed him from questionable to doubtful. Doubtful. Which sucks. Damn it. Uh, Nicholas Morrow, his abdomen was a limited practice, but he doesn't have a questionable beside his name. So my guess is he's playing. Um, Albert Oku, dude, I've dude, been able you, to do you, it all. You've been solid all year, <laughs> and now, now when ever the moment came up, Oku Egbunam, Oku Egbunam, yeah, uh, hamstring limited practice was questionable. They actually put him on IR, so. His season's done. What a shame. Um, Landon Dickerson, thumb injury. Well, from he had a little surgery. Uh, 
He was a full practice, full participant practice, and Avante Maddox, pectoral, full participant practice. And the good news is they just elevated him from injury reserve. So Avante's playing. Yeah, he's playing. He's uh, playing tomorrow. Anything else before we talk about that big piece of news? Cool. Uh, so I tweeted it out uh, not, not too long ago whenever the announcement got made. But, you know, to some people, this isn't like the biggest of deals. But to me, I feel like it's a pretty huge deal. Um, if Avante Myers can make it through the playoffs healthy um, and then make it to the playoffs, obviously, um, healthy, it's huge. Um, he is probably one of our more consistent uh, cornerbacks that we have. Um, and he he's able to make plays. Uh, I know that I, I said it last week, but he's he's not going to let anybody kill him the way we've seen players just absolutely torch James Bradbury and, you know, Eli Ricks in the slot, in the slot. Um, so I'm excited to have him back. Yeah, ideal scenario is the starting three cornerbacks come playoff time is Darius Slay, Keely Ringo, and Avante Maddox. It won't happen because they're gonna they're gonna let James Bradbury play. Um but you know, we're hoping and praying that James Bradbury doesn't play when the three of them are all healthy. Um so there's that. Um uh Bryce, are you ready for some more news? Yeah, hit me with it. All right. The link lineup is happy to announce our newest partner, uh Rogue Energy. Uh, Rogue Energy is a healthy energy and focus supplement created by Overpowered Labs. Uh, their zero-calorie, no-sugar formula is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. When you choose Rogue Energy, you are choosing great taste, elite energy, and unparalleled mental function. All wrapped up in a healthy drink. Make the switch to Rogue Energy today and use code THELINKLINEUP at checkout for 10% off your purchase. Uh, if that name sounds familiar to you, Bryce, it's because I worked with them before. Uh, I hit I hit them back up, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, we'll give you code. Um, you know, go out there and do your thing." And so they've been awesome to work with, and uh, like they're all they've always been nice whenever I talk to them and ask ask some questions. And they have great customer service. Uh, I've tried many of their flavors in the past uh, because they do send me some some stuff. Uh, but blood orange and watermelon were my favorites when I tried them last. They they constantly have uh, new, like seasonal, uh, flavors when they, like, they come out with. Uh, so that's, that's exciting. We're glad to have them on board with us. Um, and then be on the lookout for more news, uh, probably in the next week or so. Uh, got plenty, plenty of things that I'm working on behind the scenes. Um, let's see. Next up, let's talk about New Year's goals because I want to talk about where we are as podcast show whatever you want to call us and um come up with some goals um trying to let you guys know what we have planned um no uh this this first season has been kind of like uh has been stressful as a fan and then like we said last time coming on here and talking about the eagles and keeping up with the eagles and all that this year has been it's been a work uh it's definitely Felt like a full-time job sometimes. And, uh, you know, I feel like I didn't give enough effort um, on the content side 
uh, besides like the podcast itself. So going forward, uh, I want to do uh, more things um, like TikTok and Twitter, different like side things, uh, just to you know keep you guys entertained because I feel like we have the personalities to do it. We just haven't done it yet. So uh, be on the lookout for that. I do want to maybe do like a watch along um, to to an Eagles game, probably if we can get it set up uh, next week against the Giants. Definitely not doing it for a playoff game. Ain't no way. Uh, ain't no way. Um, that's not going to happen. Thought about doing it for maybe like the college football playoffs. I don't know. But I want to do, do that. I want to stream. Um, I want to do like set up my, my Twitch for this channel. Chase, uh, let me get your uh, college football playoff prediction real quick. Uh, let's see. Please don't break my heart. Let's see. I think – I think gut – my gut's telling me – I want to go with Bama just because SEC, you know. Um, but I don't know. I, didn't, I haven't watched enough college football to really tell you. But I feel like it will be Alabama and Texas um, in the championship game. And then from there, I think Texas could win it. Um, but. Wow. <laughs> aren't they going to the SEC next year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so welcome to the SEC. Uh, it could be. It could be setting up for our, a rivalry for many years to come, especially if that is the <clears throat> But who you got? You know who I got, man. Yeah, I know. I know. It's roll tied this way. <laughs> yeah, uh, they actually bumped up the the spread for the Bama Michigan game. Uh, last time I checked, it was it was one point. Now it's two. Michigan's Michigan's favorites. But, but yeah, we might we might stream that, watch that. I'm not sure, uh, but definitely want to produce more than what we're doing now. Like I said, I think I think we're funny, and we can we can we can do it. And uh, why not why not do it? Um, definitely think we need to do another uh, another uh, draft show when that comes around in the off season. Yeah, that's what I was going. That's what I was going to say too. Uh, is uh, we did a draft show last year. Um, I think with uh, with Josh, it was, it was me and Bryce last year. And to be honest, I didn't do any type of like research towards the draft. You know, um, leading up to For anybody it. listening, I'm I'm usually the analytic person when it comes to off seasons and drafts. Oh yeah, I, I definitely pay attention to it a lot more than Chase probably does. Chase is like Chase is definitely the person that's more invested in a season. And like living in the moment season, I'm definitely the type of person to look forward in the future and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I don't watch near as enough much college football as I used to, but I watch enough now to give my outlook on draft prospects and look at do some fan scouting for the Eagles. Sure, uh, but we can do it. Uh, so that's the plan. We're gonna do mock drafts in the off season. Uh, we're gonna do like our, you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep the content coming. Um, and so like, if there's anything that you guys want to see, uh, let us know. Because uh, you know, we, we can do it. We can probably do it. But that's why I want to head uh, this channel in particular is just kind of make more than just a podcast. Because you know, I feel like we can do it. I feel like we can be successful entertaining 
and all that. And so that's where we're, that's where we're headed, um, in 2024. Uh, and especially by the time next NFL season rolls around, we're going to have so much to do. Uh, we're going to be successful at doing it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time. And I'm happy that people who are listening to us now are going to be part of the ride. Uh, and we thank you for listening so far. But there's a lot of work to be done, and uh, we're going to do it. But, yeah, so that's that's pretty much that. We just want to let you know that we're going to do a lot. We're going to do a lot more. I want to push out more content for you guys. Um, one last thing, I guess, before we move on. Is we actually have a uh, a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, somebody gave us a review. Uh, Eagles fan forever. Uh, they said, I must listen. Uh, this is my first place to go each week to get up-to-date information and opinions on the Eagles. These three guys are hilarious and talking entertaining, easy to listen to way. Go Birds. Uh, thank you uh, to whoever Appreciate that is. Appreciate that. Uh, that's Appreciate very nice. That a lot. Very nice. Um, thank you for saying we're entertaining. Uh, so, but thank you. Uh, and if you, if anybody leaves a, a review, we'll read it. Um, and, you know, you can try good to, or bad. Yeah, uh, you know, we love, we can we'll read it. We'll definitely read it. And we might not read it out in here, but we'll read it for sure. But, uh, so, anything happened this past week that we can really talk about? Um, because I feel like. We record on Wednesday, so that kind of screwed us up. Because usually, this show is reserved for like, uh, like middle of the week news, uh, and then we talk a little bit about the the first game. But I don't think there's much anything. Um, the biggest thing to me, at least, was you know the whole AJ Brown thing. Um, he was he's been quiet. All, yeah, he's been quiet all week, and then he put that that TikTok out. Uh, they tweeted about, I guess you want to call it. Uh, and he just doesn't want to talk to the media is what I got from it. Uh, yeah. And to be fair, uh, a lot of the media, there there are some that I respect like a lot and you've heard their names mentioned before on this, on this particular podcast, but like there are some shitty uh, like Eagles media, like reporters, writers, whatever you want to call them that do twist words and, I wouldn't want to talk to them either. Um, I'm not going to call. I'm not going to name them. Uh, but if you've been around long enough and you are on, I guess that side of Eagles life, want to call it that, you know who they are. Um, I definitely don't follow them. Um, and fun fact, I don't think ESP is one of these people that I'm talking about. Uh, he just well, we shun him because we think he's stupid. But I don't think he's he's one of the people that. AJ is like referring to, but they do twist words. Um, and I know that they would twist this to make this a big deal. Um, I don't think it's a big deal that he's not talking. Um, I guess as a fan, I kind of wish that he would, he would have like said something, just be like, Hey, look, like we, we won. It wasn't good. Not mad at the coaching staff. It is what it is. We'll get back to working, you know, but I think the, the TikTok that he put out there kind of explained a lot more than what he could have said. Probably. I think. Yeah, probably. He just wants to play. He wants to win. He wants to, he wants to do good. And so he doesn't, 
if I was a player and like in his instance, no matter what I say, it like you're talking, it gets to the point of like the media is going to twist anything that I do say just based on like, because they can base it off anything like it, not even like your words, but like your body language and your mannerisms on how you present your words. They can take that and the media can run with it and they could say whatever they want on Twitter or in articles or whatever, but that's their job. Their job is to report things that they see. Um, they want to get clicks too on all yeah. their stuff. I just kind of wish people would still realize that these people are human beings. Um, they're not robots. <laughs> uh, they do this for our entertainment and to make their lives and their families' lives a lot better. Um, so any other bullshit that they that the media wants to portray to talking about their character talking about them as a person that shouldn't come with the game <clears throat> that you grew up loving to play as a child um because there's like a saying that goes around for anybody it's more so it was like one person can definitely ruin the game that you love to play and uh, whether that be coaches or Another player, even in this aspect, media members, they can – there's just a lot of bullshit that they've had to put up with this year alone. Um, from, from me, from more so a lot of big media members um, that they really shouldn't have to deal with. So I just think some of our beat reporters need to do a little bit better. Yeah, I think one of the – this biggest examples from this past week was the Jalen Hurts quote um, where he was like, you know, basically like Eagle fans like shouldn't be loud on offense. They should be like loud on defense. I don't remember the exact quote, but when the, I don't know who was the first person to tweet it, but it was like, oh man, he's like, he's not, he's not happy, you know, and he's like going to battle against the fans is like something you don't want to do just because it's like, you won't win it. Um, no matter how much influence you have, you won't win against any fan base, really. Um, but somebody else then tweeted, like, Jalen Hurts with a smile on his face said said this, and it was the same quote. And then somebody saw, like, somebody, like, showed the video of it. it was, he, wasn't, he wasn't angry. He meant what he said, but, like, he was like, no, you know, it is what it is, like. I was a fan one time pretty much, and I understand. I understand. But uh, it wasn't what some of the tweets had, like, portrayed him to be. And I feel like that's, like, AJ's thing is he he doesn't want to be portrayed as something that he's not trying to be. And, you know, I feel like with him not talking this past week, they painted him as, like, a villain. But, you know, at the end of the day, he wants to win. He, they practice a lot of the time throughout the year, almost every day. So, like, it's not like a lack of effort. Yeah. But you know, it is what it is. If he doesn't want to talk, he doesn't want to talk. I mean, I don't <laughs> – there's not much anything, anything really anybody's going to make him talk. Um, and it said, like, he politely declined to talk this week. It wasn't like he was – being rude about it apparently it's just nah, i'm good yeah i mean if anything it's at least he's self-aware that like 
they could have done better. They should have blown him out. But, you know, I'd rather have him be the way he is now than be like, yeah, you know, we got the win. And, you know, winning is like what we wanted to do. That's all we want to do. But, like, recognize that you're the Philadelphia Eagles. That's the New York Giants. We should have beat their ass um, by a lot more than we did. I feel like that's a good sign. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but there, there hasn't been much news. Past week because we recorded two days ago, three days ago. So we're here. Um, my question to you, though, uh, going forward to uh, the next game is: What realistically could the Eagles do to like ease your mind a little bit, or like get get some of your confidence back? Realistically, don't say the seven nothing bullshit. Like, what 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 are some things that they could do? Um the offense to consistently score, um, like consistently put together drives, string together drives, and get six points out of them, not just field goals. Um, just more so to me, just play an all-around solid game instead of letting an opponent stick around and kind of keep them in the game. Because – Excuse me. I feel like um the reason that some of these games are so close is is it's nothing that they're doing, it's everything that we're doing. Um just we have to clean some stuff up. And this week is a good week to do it. Um the next two weeks actually are a really good week to do it because you have some down competition these next two weeks, but the week after or is it the week after or is it like two weeks from now? Like after the season's over, the playoffs start. I can't remember how that works. Oh, there's not there's not a bye week. So it'd yeah. go straight to it or after the Giants game. Yeah. So <clears throat> it'd be the week after the Giants game, your competition gets drastically better. So you immediately have to uh you gotta start cleaning stuff up quick. Yeah, uh, to piggyback off you, since we're on the topic of the offense right now. Uh, so, like, if they do go three and out, you know, it is what it is. Not every drive is going to be a successful drive where it ends up in a, a point. Uh, but, um, you know, if you get three and out, make sure you respond. Don't stall for a whole quarter. Because that's what we've seen uh, them do a, quite a bit uh, here recently is be three and out, three and out, three and out. Maybe you get a first down, but, like, we're not moving the ball. You know, we're losing the uh, field position game. Can't have that. Um, I think if we can put drives cons- like together consistently, and like Brian Johnson shows that he's like he's finding like the groove and he's finding his rhythm, uh, that'd be awesome. Um, and to also kind of stay on the offense, use the middle of the field. We have two talented wide receivers that can run almost any route on your route tree. Um, use them on everything. Try out, try out anything and everything. This is this is the time to do it. Um, but yeah, like just stuff like that would would help me out there. Um, defensively, I think getting home and actually getting some sacks would be huge. Um, this game because I feel like we, we've been getting there. Our pressure rates have been up, um, but we just haven't been closing them out. Um, Josh Sweat needs to get back on track. I don't know what what happened to him. Uh, but he needs to he needs to get the quarterback. 
Uh, same with Hassan Reddick. I like to see the young guys get their legs back and make a push, make some plays. Because it's just these past couple weeks, uh, even Millen Williams hasn't been hurt lately. So, you know, there's that. Um, anything on the defense? Um, I don't know because like I'm liking what I'm seeing from the defense, but um, like you're talking about, uh, I think our because I think we're right in the middle of the pack when it comes to sack numbers. Um, but just for me, it's just the same thing as offense, just play a complete game, like a clean game. Don't have any mental mistakes or any mistakes to kind of shoot yourself in the foot. And, uh, I'd like to see some turnovers because we've not really seen many of them this year. So, yeah. Um, I will say this, even, I don't know if I said it last week or last episode, but even though Shaq Leonard moves like us um, out there in the football field, I do love that he was trying to get everybody fired up. He's always ultimate hype, man. <laughs> it was very nice. Like, he he wasn't like, you know, like this, and then like, get ready. He was fucking letting it have it for like 10 mm-hmm. seconds at a time. I, I, I love that shit. Uh, yeah. Definitely definitely something that we needed. And if he can continue to like kind of figure it out, kind of start moving, you know, a little bit better. Obviously, he's limited to what he can do, and I feel like back surgeries will do that to you but if he can kind of figure out how to move uh, effectively even with like with i guess like his uh, limitations he can be a solid player he can be a solid contributor to this to this team um, but that's gonna that's gonna be a huge question mark going into the playoffs is who's gonna start opposite of zach cunningham and so like zach leonard or not zach uh, Shaq leonard your tryout is now um you think they keep Zach kind of sidelined until the playoffs? I wouldn't mind if they did. I, I was about to say, I, I'd kind of rather prefer it. Um, he's shown that he he looks good when he plays. I mean, he's definitely our our best linebacker, but um, he's kind of been hurt, dinged up this year. Um, but it's not like injuries that sideline for a long time. He may miss a game. Or two here and there, but um, I think that hamstring has kind of been bothering him this year. Uh, that's the one that I've kind of seen linger around. But other than that, uh, me personally, I'd rather them keep him keep him sidelined, keep him fresh for the playoffs. Because let's go through. So what? Any playoff like matchups really wouldn't change after. These next two weeks, would it? Or it could. I mean, yeah, it could, but. We'll cover that in one second because I actually want to bring up some of the stuff that we need to watch out for. Um, But uh, on Zach Cunningham, um, my favorite thing about him is whenever he's in pass coverage and a smaller receiver runs at him and he gets his hand on him and he just throws him to the ground. He just presses him right, right to the ground, takes him out of the play. It's hilarious, especially on the all twenty-two camera. Whenever he is right there, and you see him just ready, and you know, receivers trying to break, and he just throws him down, takes him out of the play. It's like, <laughs> all right, that's a win right there. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes he will get beat because he's trying to do it and he just misses. But like, if, if he takes you out of the play, you're out of the play, and that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, definitely need it. Um, 
trying to think what would be easier pulling up the like the playoff machine or there's got to be something on there where where do you so like here's here's what I know so a couple meaningful games for us to watch this week as far as playoffs go is um if we want to keep the one seed our chance at the one seed we have to have realistically we need the the Seahawks to win or the Rams to lose because if the Rams win Seahawks lose they clinch they can't move up to the fifth seed they're locked in at the sixth seed I believe um so they have no nothing to play for next week therefore San Francisco would essentially get a free one um so Seahawks to win Rams to lose Rams play the Giants I don't see that happening Seahawks play the Steelers decent game Seahawks play the Steelers. I believe so. Oh, I thought you were regular season. I thought yeah, you were right, talking right. about playoffs. Like, regular, regular season. But, what? Um, and then, obviously, the Cowboys-Lion game that's happening tonight. Um, Cowboys win. Uh, the Eagles. You tuning into that? Oh, absolutely. If the Eagles win out and the, the Cowboys uh, win tonight, Eagles will have the two seed. If the Cowboys lose, Eagles clinch. Uh, NFC East, first time since like 2004, they're back-to-back champs. Um, but they would need the Vikings to beat the Lions next week, and then uh, the Rams to beat the 49ers the f- next week as well to get the one seed. So, anything else that we need to cover for the playoffs? I know we talked about it, but you're cheering for the Lions, right? Yeah. All right, yeah, we talked about that. We were, we got we kind of had our own little talk there. I I'm not cheering for the Cowboys. Like, I'm not, I'm not. Whatever happens, happens, man. That's all. That's all I got to put. It. That's how I got to say it. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. It you know it is what it is. Um, but there's obviously one thing I prefer to happen. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Either way, tonight the Eagles win. That's how. That's that simple. Simply put. Eagles win the night, no matter what happens. Unless there's like some weird ass tie and it doesn't help out anything. I'm not sure how that works out. But um <clears throat> we'll see. Uh another game to look out for is if the Saints lose, I think they put the Bucks. Mistaken. Um Saints lose, they are knocked out of the playoffs, and the Eagles will pick no worse than 47th. So they'll have two top 50 picks in the draft um in April, which is uh pretty big. So, oh yeah, yeah. Shouldn't have let let uh, Florida State in. By the way, uh, Bryce, <laughs> for those who are listening, Rice has shown me the current score to the Georgia Florida State game. Georgia's up twenty eight to three. Uh, Florida State was uh, incorrect in thinking they should be in the playoffs because they can't even uh, compete with Georgia. Or they only put up ten points in the ACC championship game. Yep, that too. <laughs> that too. Um, but, but yeah, so it's, it's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, it starts tonight. Um, so we'll see what happens. See what happens. What's next? Um, prize picks. We'll do the prize picks, picks, prize picks, picks this week. Is that what we're going with? Prize picks, like, picks. That's going to be prize, the, the prize picks locks of the week this week. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> uh, last week, five for six. So you still doubled the money you bet. 
uh, Bryce did sell um, last week. Over that. <laughs> we can't get over it until this week ends. Um, we, we got six locks for you. Uh, the lines may have changed, but we did post it. I, I submitted mine, and so whatever I submitted is what was happening at that time. If you, if you follow us on X, um, the link to copy our picks are right there. Uh, you can just click on it. It takes, it straight, takes you straight to the app and puts our little parlay together. Um, so this week, our Bryce's picks. Bryce has Jalen Hurts over 249.5 passing yards, and then Jameer Gibbs over 52.5 rushing yards. This week, Bryce picked rushing yards. He's he's had back-to-back weeks of, of running back with receiving yards. Bit him in the ass last week. Rushing We're yards. <laughs> yeah, rushing yards this week. Um, Jalen Hurts, uh, over 249.5. Seems like a good pick. This seems like it should be a big over game for pretty much every Eagles player. Uh, if they don't do it, something bad happens. Yeah. We probably lost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this week, uh, Josh has decided to go DeAndre Swift over 69 and a half rushing yards. That feels like almost a surefire hit with the way it's been going. That's me knocking on wood. Mm-hmm. He also has Chris Olave over 70 and a half receiving yards. Uh, Chris Olave has been on a tear lately, and hopefully that continues. And then, of course, me. I got Devontae Smith over 58 and a half receiving yards, uh, which hopefully is a lock. And then I got to double check this because it says Justin Jefferson over 58 and a half. Um, is that true? Over 58 and a half? Uh, 78 and a half. I guess I, I mistyped there, but um, 78 and a half. So. That graphic is messed up. That's on me. But just Jefferson over 70 and a half uh, receiving yards. That is These two picks that I picked are purely because of fantasy. Uh, I need them to go off. And if they do go off, that's nice. Um, yeah, so there's that. Um, and then I guess we'll kind of wrap up this episode. Um, there's uh, our picks for the, uh, the game. Unless there's anything you want to talk about that we've kind of Pass. No, there wasn't, wasn't a whole lot this week. Yeah. Uh, good news is that the Eagles do play at one o'clock. Uh, so we may have a uh, a podcast right after the game. Who knows? Um, definitely will be a quicker turnaround than normal just because it's been, it seems like it's been prime time, prime time, prime time Christmas, uh, late afternoon. So definitely a quicker turnaround. Um, but uh, with that being said, we'll get to our game picks. Josh has the Eagles winning 31 to 17. That'd be nice. I would I would prefer more, but um definitely nice. I feel like that's like the chalkiest pick in the history of picks because I feel like I've picked that 20 times this year. Um but Bryce, what do you got? 38 10. 38-10. That'd be nice. That'd be something. That'd be something. Um, I, the Eagles need, like, desperately need a game where they beat somebody's ass. Yeah. And this has got to be the game. If they can beat Giants' ass next week and the Cardinals this week, great, great, 
great feeling going into the playoffs. Um, I'm going to go. Hmm. I'm probably going to go 31 10. I'm going to go 31 10. 31 10. Hopefully, Trey McBride scores a touchdown. Um, maybe go off with like 272 yards, uh, but one touchdown, no big deal. God. A career game. Fancy, baby. That ass. But, yeah, 31 10. I thought like that's good. That's good. What do you have win the night? So, are you locked into the lines or are you just I'm locked into the lines. lines? All right. All right. Um, and then. The commanders play the 49ers. That's what we've got. Uh, we can hope. We can pray. Not, probably, probably not going to happen. But if the Rams uh, lose tomorrow or the Seahawks win, I have the Rams being the 49ers in week 18. I have it. I have it happening because I don't want to play the Rams in the playoffs. I do not want to play the Rams in the playoffs. Really? No, I don't want to. <laughs> That is that is a scary team to me. Give them, give that to the the 49ers. Let them deal with that shit. I don't want to deal with it because Cooper Cups want to figure it out. They got Puka, Kyron Williams. I mean, Tyler Higby has had games, and then Matthew Stafford. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't fucking want to do it. But that'll yeah. uh, that'll do it for this episode. And good luck to everybody who's listening that's in their fantasy football championship yep. this week. Uh, Have fun. Crazy week in this in this uh podcast. Me and me and my co-host here are actually facing each other in our in our money league for the championship. So Yep. Uh, start out <laughs> we've both went to the playoffs six and eight. Yeah. <laughs> Six and eight. I beat a one seed <laughs> to get in a terrible first game. And I, beat, I can't remember I the, what. You beat a four seed or fifth seed? No, yeah, fifth seed because all the all the lower seeds won. Because uh, I beat the two seed and then D.A. beat Wesley, who was a four seed, and then Jake beat Logan, who was a three seed. But it was a top-heavy league. For sure, it was top heavy league for sure. Uh, honestly, I got I got I barely won. Uh, me and Brian had no butters. Uh, first round, I won by one point, I think point nine points. And Jalen Hurts was my last hope. And then he threw the pick. I thought that the picks in the league were uh, minus three points. They're minus two, and so I snuck away. Plus, Jalen Hurts had that twenty yard run um, at like the last couple seconds. Put me over the top. Um, and then Bryce. Ooh, last week was fun. You want to talk about a nail biter, son. Yeah. He had to worry about Chris McCaffrey not scoring a touchdown there. Yeah. Um, towards the end. Um, I went into my matchup, I think losing. No, I was actually winning come Monday night football of the Ravens 49ers game somehow. Uh my opponent had Christian McCaffrey left to play. I had Zay Flowers left to play. Actually DM'd Zay Flowers, and I said, I need a legacy game from you tonight. Zay Flowers had a legacy game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, the Ravens defense, to me, I know it was kind of a I, – I know his stat line was still good, 
but Christian McCaffrey really wasn't a factor for the most for a lot of that game. And um, shout out to the Ravens defense. Shout out to the Ravens. You launched me into my fantasy championship, and um, I survived Christian McCaffrey and Amari Cooper <laughs> somehow. I thought my season was over <laughs> in like the twelve o'clock slot. I was like, it's done. Yeah, I think this this finals is it. it this goes like this. It's complete opposites teams. Bryce has what I feel like are super explosive players. They're boomer bust, and then I have pretty consistent players. My team is headlined by Monroe St. Brown and Justin Jefferson. Bryce has like Kyron Williams and who's your best receiver? Nico? Probably Is, Calvin Ridley. Exactly. Boomer and bust. And Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> exactly. Boomer bust. Because Nico Collins, Drake London. <laughs> boom, literally boom or bust. <laughs> so, um, so yes, yeah, like Barkley too. So. He can put up a stinker. He can put up a stinker real quick, too. He had a good game last week against us, fantasy-wise. <laughs> sure did. But, but yeah, I picked up Nick Foles because I had to put him on the championship squad. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Picked up Josh Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Boomer bust, baby. <laughs> put up a stinker. He can put up 303 touchdowns. <laughs> yep. That's exactly how this championship's going to go. Good luck, uh, you, sir. Yeah, good luck. May the best man win. Get away. We're winning money. So that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening as always. Um, like I said at the beginning, we got plenty more to come. 2024. I want to put a lot more effort into this because I feel like we could be great if we want to, and I want to. So be on the lookout for more content. Um, with that being said, follow us on all socials at the link lineup. Follow Bryce at I am Bryce Haynes. Follow me at Cardiac Chase on X. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, all those things, uh, leave a review, leave a rating, uh, do what you got to do. Follow us, subscribe to us, whatever it is on that specific platform. Do that. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, YouTube, we've picked it up. Uh, I know I said our light goal was five last video, and we were at six. Uh, so congrats to us. Uh, congrats to you all for making me shoot proud. For shoot for yeah. six now. We'll shoot. We'll we'll stay with five. We'll stay with five until we we push like another benchmark. Uh, so thank you, thank you, uh, for YouTubers for stepping it up. Um, like, comment, subscribe. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, with that being said, also like I said, like I mentioned, Rogue Energy use the link lineup for ten percent off your purchase. Um, yeah, that would do it. Um, anything else I'm forgetting? Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Go birds. Go birds. <laughs>